This is Chris Wolf, and you are listening to the PNG Podcast. Keep your limbs inside of the vehicle, and they will not be eaten. I'm kidding. We'll all be eaten one day. Go ahead, DHO, bro. Oh, well, welcome to the PNG podcast. I'm Berto. I'm Elaine. And I'm Justin. And uh, this week we're going to talk about women's wrestling. What? Yeah, it's made a, a big resurgence, an evolution, if you will. You mean like a brawn panties match? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone would have like the, the courage to try and pull that off now. No. <laughs> Don't ask. Like, you know there's going to be some, like, renegade you, promotion. No, it's not even a renegade promotion. Vince Kennedy McMahon is going to propose it. And then on Raw tomorrow, we're going to see it. Like, oh, look what Berto did. He manifested it. Oh, no. I, I do not accept any responsibility for that because I don't want to see it. Someone's gear is going to look like a bra and panty, and then that's what's going to happen. Oh wait, isn't that, that was, that a, that was a dark time? Yeah. Right? It was. <laughs> yeah, it made me so sad because there was genuinely talented people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not everyone, but there were a lot of great wrestlers, or at least good wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Trish and Lita. Yeah, we both yeah. had those matches. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, so women's wrestling, right? As we we're saying, like, a lot of. If you bo- if you were to believe Nikki and Brie Bella, <laughs> and they, who doesn't? <laughs> they would tell you that they were a major part of the women's evolution. Let's just not pretend that they were uh, the anti. <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually go into that? Because I did not witness like any of their career. Uh, pretty much. That's that's kind of that period like where I wasn't watching any wrestling. So this is a good good point uh starting point in that the reality show total divas which chronicled women 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 in wrestling on the e-network kind of started at a beginning of a resurgence right and like i think it helped a lot of layman people get into wrestling yeah it was an odd time for that show to start like is an unfortunate name. It was because they. But that's what they were called. Yeah. The women's wrestlers at the time were called divas, and the championship was called the Divas Championship. It yeah. looked like a butterfly. But that show started like right before the revolution. Totally. <laughs> so, like right when uh, a little bit after they started Total Divas, it's when they renamed the championship to the Women's Championship. Yeah. Um, but oh, to answer your question, going back. You know, this is a very dark time in WWE wrestling, at least for me. There was a period where WWE was hiring models and, like, not really athletes, just people who were pretty. 
to become wrestlers. They even had like the, a reality version of this called uh, the Diva Search. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, so as people who wanted, you know, mainstream exposure, they didn't want to be wrestlers. They just wanted to be on TV, um, generally speaking. And the Bellas were part of that. They actually didn't make the cut, uh, but they got hired back later. Mm. So they were part of an era where, um, you know, there were the bra and panties matches or they were arm candy. Like, there's a clip of them. They're valets to Johnny Laurinaitis. Yeah, they would... Like escort celebrities to the ring, yeah. Like ring work, or you know, in the ring, like they were not good. Yeah, they. I would. And it wasn't athletic. their job to be. Yeah, they were. They were obviously like in shape folks, but they weren't wrestlers. Like they didn't train like wrestlers at the time. Yeah, I mean, like Tori Wilson, who just went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think she was a fitness model. Yeah, yeah, originally she was not very good in this. Yeah. I have not seen any of her matches, so I don't know like yeah. anything. It was rough when okay. she started. Yeah. Yeah, she came from WCW and she was basically eye candy there. Yeah. Uh, I was actually surprised that she's one I guess I shouldn't be because she's blonde. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was surprised when WWE picked her up. But mm. you know, they had to train her to be a wrestler. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Vince still has a thing for blondes. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I, don't I wonder know. if uh, Charlotte Flair, Lacey Evans. <laughs> I think <laughs> Becky Lynch would have some words on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, it is interesting though, because like I, when I was not into wrestling, I still watched Total Divas because I'm a reality TV person. Like mm-hmm. I like garbage television, and Total Divas falls into the garbage TV <laughs> realm. And I s- distinctly actually remember an episode when it was about WrestleMania. And I remember all the women being in their gear at WrestleMania yeah. and then the match getting cut. And then I remember, like, so I just remember watching the footage of them being really, f- really sad yeah. that they didn't make it onto WrestleMania. Like, the actual, they didn't make it on the show. Yeah. Their, their match was cut. And, like, now that I'm back into wrestling and you know the money involved, mm-hmm. like if you're on the main, if you're on WrestleMania, your paycheck is a lot bigger because of DVD sales or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, or apparently that's how the numbers works. Yeah. So for them to get cut from the show is not just traumatizing or like de- like demoralizing career wise because they couldn't be on the biggest show for their industry, but like paycheck wise, yeah, that must have been like. I would have to have a reality TV, like to have a camera on me as I'm being told that I'm not going to be on. Yeah. I don't know if I would be as graceful as they were. And not to say that it was super graceful, but it was pretty like, oh, they kind of kept it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Like you work the entire year to get to the biggest show. Yeah. uh, In basically the industry. Yeah. And like you said, like it's taking away all that work you've done for a year. And then the WrestleMania paycheck, uh, the exposure that comes with it. Yeah. You know, it's funny with Total Divas. <laughs> I don't watch reality TV. Mm-hmm. I watch Total Divas because it always felt like supplementary material. It is. <laughs> yeah, to what's going on <laughs> in uh, on Raw and SmackDown. It totally is because they will, now the way the, the format works, like they'll show the date, like mm-hmm. the actual date, like the month, day, and year of when the episode's coming out. And I will look back and be like, Oh, I remember that that raw. Like I remember this lead in. Like the past season of Total Bellas was about 
the Nikki um the Nikki Ronda like match. No, at and, Evolution. And that whole program that they ran for that. And I was like, Oh, I remember seeing that. And it's interesting to see it. It is. It's supplemental. And granted, they are m- more savvy in terms of being reality TV stars now. So like when you watch the show, you can tell they are producing themselves like because it's the real it's their reality TV show for mm. them. And I'm like, oh, it, it, it didn't feel as like as like genuine and honest as seasons prior when they weren't as polished in terms of being reality TV stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only one element, right, of like women's wrestling because um I actually came back to wrestling because of you, Berto, and how you were way into the, this uh, women's uh, Japanese women's wrestling company um, called Stardom. Yes. Can you t- share a bit about that? I actually became aware of Stardom because of Chris Wolf. Uh, I think she was maybe in her second year wrestling, and she had cut a promo, and I think it's the one that got a lot of eyes on her. Mm. Um, within you know wrestling fan circles so this is literally because of her i'm like oh let me check out this company mm-hmm. and it's i believe the top women's company in japan and now a lot of you see a lot of top names that have come from there who else has come from uh, there? so obviously chris and Zelina vega who was the Trinidad at the time mm-hmm. nikki cross ruby riot who else has wrestled there? Candice LeRae was there for a little bit, I believe. Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Amazing Tony Storm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Io yeah. Shirai. Io Shirai. Kyrie Sane. Uh, they all... Piper. Oh, Piper Niven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've all gone through... Oh, Jay-Z, Jazzy Gabert. Jazzy Gabert. Yeah. yeah. They've all went through stardom. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because, like, unless you're, like, a wrestling fan, like, you probably have never heard of stardom. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird that it's a top company in Japan, but not really um, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never heard of it until you told me about it. Yeah, so. yeah. I didn't really know about it either until Berto, and then we actually went, we went to a AWS Rise show, and Rise is a women's wrestling company in the states, mm-hmm. and they had a partnership with Stardom. Is that what it was? I don't. I I remember they brought Chris over. Or that they had a joint weekend like right yeah. AWS and I think Rise had I feel like they had announced the partnership yeah. at the show we were at. Yeah, they brought uh some of the Rise wrestlers over to Japan, like uh to wrestle in stardom. To wrestle in stardom later that year. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like we got to witness um like Bull Nakano came out. Yeah. And um Medusa had come out too. Um Nakano looks so different now. It's yeah. crazy. So I didn't know it was her. <laughs> Everybody yeah. was chanting and I'm like, I don't know who this lady is. And then I Googled her and I'm like, that's not who I remember. <laughs> like, yeah. In my brain, I was like, I saw you on TV as a child. You are not the same person. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the woman now, like she looks she probably lost like look like 40, 50 pounds mm-hmm. in comparison to like how big she was when she wrestled um but that like the only the only thing that stayed the same like oh your face makeup (laughs) and not just that like her like she lost the weight but then like you see her instagram it's like she looks like very proper japanese lady now yeah which is the complete opposite of the bull nakano i saw as a kid she looked terrifying yeah yeah Yeah. just ragdolling medusa or or what was her name alondra blaze Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah 
Yeah. And Medusa just looks the same. I'm like, you look like the same crazy, strong white lady I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's you are the lady who threw the belt in a trash can. (laughs) Like, I was just like, (gasps) when she Mm -hmm. came out, I was just like, (gasps) still trash can belt lady. Like, in my mind, (laughs) that's what I remember. I was just like, oh, shoot, you're in in real life. So that was amazing. And, um, it was that I feel like that show that we were at that show, it was like a passing of the torch of like that generation of wrestlers mm-hmm. to this new generation of wrestlers. And like um the women, the rise women who were there were like um Shotsky was one of mm-hmm. them. Who else? Ariel Monroe yeah. was there, uh Delilah Doom. Yeah. Uh Kikyo, is that one of her? Yeah. That, um and I remember they got told they were going to go to Japan, and like all of them started crying. That was emotional, like for I, them, right? Yeah, yeah. Just being there and seeing that, like I got a little teary. Yeah, for them. Yeah, that was a show where, like for me, and like as a woman, like I didn't really know about women's wrestling. Like wrestling is like you know, like I've said it in the past, like you know, like ravishing Rick Rude, and like <laughs> all this, just because. The women's wrestling that in the Attitude Era, the bra and patties, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch this. Like, as much as Lita and Trish were great, like, they weren't on TV all the. I mean, they were on TV all the time, but you know what I mean. Like, their wrestling on TV was probably like two minutes of yeah. a two-hour show. Yeah. Um. So just yeah, how many opponents did they have? You know, each other. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> um. And so at that show, Taya was wrestling at that show. I remember mm. Taya Valkyrie, and she's uh we mentioned her and like she's so amazing to see live and she came out and she worked the room in her intro and there was a little girl who like was on her chair and she was just sounding shouting taya taya and at first like taya wasn't like acknowledging her because she was working in the room and then when she finally right before she walked in like no when she went into the ring and she's on the ropes and the little girl is yelling taya Taya and Taya acknowledges the little girl like Taya stares at her waves to her and I'm like getting emotional talking (laughs) about it and the little girl freaked the fuck out like because Taya like acknowledged her and like I was like oh oh shit this is why people love wrestling yeah because that little girl the look on her face when Taya acknowledged that she existed as a human being she lit up like a fucking christmas tree like it was amazing and Taya's face at the same time I was like oh this is why you do this yeah like to inspire little girls like this and I was just like from that point on I was like I'm gonna cheer for you <laughs> I'm gonna say where a loca which means like crazy, crazy blonde, blonde. <laughs> i was like i and you're like you're a bad guy most of the time i'm still gonna root for you i love you because you inspired this little girl and i like i think i was crying when that happened i was like oh my god emotions yeah that's one of my favorite things about women's wrestling right now because that little girl is going to remember that the rest of her life totally right just think about this generation of girls 15 20 years ago who only had brawn panties matches to look up to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why I didn't watch wrestling. Well, think about that. Those matches probably inspired a lot of today's stars. Mm-hmm. So the people getting inspired by today's stars are going to be like that much more. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, and they have that much more to draw from, you know. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think the women, some of the women in terms of like their athleticism and their work in the ring, is a lot more interesting to watch compared to the men. I see that. I mean, I love women's wrestling. A big factor in that is because it's different. Yeah. 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 Well, because they have different like strengths and like yeah. they can like there's. A, uh, like a women's match will, can tell a story differently yeah. Yeah. than a guy's would. Yeah. 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 Like, um, there is a match that I watch, I think, a- annually every year. And it's, I think, the reason why you sent me the WWE Network card. Mm. Um, it was on Lucha Underground season two or season three. I think it was season three. Three. Um, and it's called like the Black Diamond Triad. Black Lotus. Black Lotus yeah. Triad. So there was, it's the episode where three women in a faction have to all fight Pentagon. Have you seen this one, Justin? No, I haven't. So uh. it's Pentagon, um, like Sierra Miro, like that dude, Pentagon Junior. And um, I just call him Penta for short. That's, yes. that's a lot to his name. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and his whole deal is that he breaks people's arms, right? Like, um, and. That episode, the three wrestlers in Black Lotus. I don't remember the fir- the first one. It was this one woman with like short hair. Um, uh, it was actually Kyrie that went first. I think. Oh, Kyrie. Okay, yeah. so Kyrie Sane was the first wrestler uh, that he had to wrestle. They all had different names in this episode. Um, and then the second one is this other woman with short uh, hair, Mayu. Mayu. Yeah. And the third wrestler is Io Shirai. And oh, wow. she's the last one, and she's the one who beats him. Like that's the story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I cannot forget, and I will never forget, is that she does this high spots, which inside the temple, because in Lucha Underground, the ring is called the temple. Mm-hmm. She does a spot from two stories. From t- from two stories high, she does a splash onto Penta. Oh my God! It's. I'm getting chills right now, but every time I've ever seen it, I will get chills because it's the athleticism involved in what she did to in that match. I'm like, she's amazing. And all three women in that triad were stardom wrestlers. They're all from stardom. They're all from stardom. And it's amazing. Everybody go watch it. I will give Birdo the link so that you can put <laughs> up. Because I'm pretty sure the entire episode is on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. And you can watch Kyrie and Io now in WWE. 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 Oh, yeah. Kyrie just got called up to yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite match uh, in Lucha Underground of all time. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'll have to check I that mean, out. Granted, what season was it? Season three. 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 Okay. Um, you know, granted, like, I have that uh, attachment to stardom. Yeah. But I mean just on its own it was And it I didn't know what stardom was. I watched it like on my own. <laughs> and then I was like, Berto, did you see this? Oh my god, it's amazing. He's like, Oh yeah, actually these people are so 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 and I was like, Who? I don't care. What? Just watch it. This chick flies from the second story. The genius of the sky nickname, did that come from stardom or did they give that to her in NXT? I wanna say that was an NXT. That creation. was an NXT yeah. one. It fits. Yeah. 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 I'm just worried about Kyrie though, because she does that macho man elbow. And I think, how does your body like recover from doing that night in and night out? Yeah. I think part of it though is because she's like tiny. Mm. That probably helps. Helps? Yeah. Yeah. Because macho man, that's a lot of like muscle hitting the ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. I still worry though, because again, she's she did this for years before getting here. Oh yeah. yeah. And she's what, like thirty now? Yeah, like that. she's in that range. Yeah. yeah, it's the same with the 
Ember Moon. And yeah, I don't like her finisher. Like it's pretty to look at, but don't do it every night. Yeah. yeah. Can you describe it? She comes off the top rope, kind of flips, and ends up in a stunner on her opponent. So oh, okay. I yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's you know landing on her on her butt, basically. Is it kind of like that chart buster move that uh, Disco Inferno used to do? Oh, the yes, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it just it looks it looks great. I'm not gonna lie. Like to watch it is live, um, but as an adult now, you realize what the human body can and cannot take. And you're like, please stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe save that for a pay-per-view. Like, you don't need to do this all the time. Yeah. I want, and then she got injured. She like she was out for a while, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I notice it more because I'm older. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> so watching it hurts me sometimes. I'm like, ah, you're gonna die. <laughs> Or, like, you watch matches and you're like, I think I watched somebody get murdered. Like, yeah. they're not getting up. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're okay. Oh, right. They're okay. Yeah. Women's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, at that AWS uh, Rise show, Chris was there. Yeah. Chris was, like, um, like was, like, Bull Nakano's, like, translator the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it was funny. Like, this past year, um, well... As of today, like Chris retired two days ago. Yeah. Right. As of this Thank recording you, in April. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Um, she did her last show in London. Um, the three of us were essentially her West Coast uh, merch team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we helped her sell merch um, because. She's one person, and everybody loves her, and she needed the help to sell her T-shirts, <laughs> so we were there to help her. She always has, like, the longest line. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you want to talk about how we developed our friendship with Chris? Uh, sure. Well, going back to stardom, I was in Japan a couple of years ago, and I knew that I wanted to watch wrestling while I was there. And I had narrowed it down to either a Stardom show or a New Japan show. I think they were doing their tag league at the time. And uh, Stardom was the show that I picked. The only problem was I didn't know how to get tickets because the website was in Japanese. That'll be a problem. Yeah. They have an English (laughs) site, but the dates hadn't been updated. (laughs) That is also a problem. Yeah. I just figured, oh, Chris Wolf, she's American and she's interactive with her fans. So I messaged her. I uh, said, I want to go Saturday show. How do I get tickets? She said, how many do you need? And she left tickets for me at the door. Wait, so you didn't pay for that show? Uh, I think I got a discount. Oh, nice. nice yeah. Still. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, I, you know, at intermission, she was uh, selling 8x10s. I made sure to come and thank her for it. And when I got back to the States, I sh- sent her a couple of T-shirts, you know, as a further thank you. And one of those shirts ended up being the one of the shirts that she wears regularly to the ring. Like, she won her first championship in that shirt. She won her That's second true. championship in that shirt. She retired in that shirt. Uh, basically, we like kept in touch over social media, and then when she was uh, in Southern California basically all of last summer, you know, that's uh, we actually got to hang out more and more. Mm. So, and then, uh, you know, that's how we, we cultivated that friendship. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that it went from, like, saying hi 
um like waving and saying hi and just being like oh we're big fans to like um when she was wrestling in the bay in july this mm-hmm. past july we were essentially like we took her out to dinner because like in japan that's what wrestlers like fans of wrestlers do like you treat them out to yeah. dinner um so we're like oh let's take her out to dinner because like we don't know when we'll get this chance and then that dinner inadvertently turned into like hey we're gonna go uh get a tour at pixar do you want to come along because like that's not a normal regular thing right it's like, not like open to the it's public. it's not open to the public uh you have to know somebody who works there and our friend's uh b- partner works there and inadvertently was like okay yeah so we picked nice. her up and we went on this tour and then it was like hey um we chris was like i kind of need to take a nap <laughs> and we're like okay well do you want to go to ikea like because okay so it was more like she needed wi-fi and she needed a place to like hang out and so the Ikea in Emeryville had Wi-Fi and Ikea has couches. So it was literally <laughs> like, so you just want to like hang out here? And she's like, yeah, sure. And we're like, you're going to take a nap? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, bye. And we like <laughs> literally <laughs> left her at the Ikea. I can totally picture her doing this. Yeah. Like no problem like seeing that. Because like Mike and I wanted to go shopping. <laughs> so it was like, all right, let's go shopping. And like, I think you just came along, right? <laughs> or you were like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we were all there together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. So we like went shopping for a little bit and then came back and like Chris woke, we woke her up and be <laughs> like, hey, oh, what time do we have to get you to your show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, um, we like just hung out the whole night and yeah. sold her merch and then took her to the airport and we we're like, bye, <laughs> bye friend. <laughs> <laughs> See you when you come back. And then she did. She came back this past summer. Um, well, wow. July was like last year. Yeah. Right. And then she came back just this past Ap- March, April. March, April. We're going to be seeing her at bar. March? You were there. It's Justin. like February, March ish. Oh, that's right. Somewhere around there. So. Yeah. And then uh, we got to hang out with her February because it was a wedding that we had to go to. Oh, uh, okay. And we couldn't be there for that second night. We were only there for the first night. And we got to like hang out with her. And it was just like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I didn't even know this would ever happen. Like, I would make friends with a random wrestler girl, woman. Yeah. With insane stories about her life from Japan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like we talked about this in the last episode, how easy it is to become invested in wrestlers now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, obviously, this is an, ex- an extreme case, but yeah. it was all kind of started with social media. Totally. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, she just had a retirement show and all these wrestlers from WWE and, like, around the world even, not mm-hmm. just WWE, they all did, like, basically homages to her they all like thanked her yeah and it's just a testament to how like chris is just like she's just a good person yeah yeah like if you've ever met her like it no one i know that's ever met her just doesn't immediately love her yeah just like the friendliest little ball of energy (laughs) yes i think it's a perfect description (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i met her at that first bar show you took me to yeah Yeah. yeah and super nice actually my first memory of her in the ring was Taya Valkyrie slapping her in the face with deli meat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I saw that and I'm like, I'm in. This is 
That was one of my favorite cells too of like old time. <laughs> if you watch like the way her head wobbles yeah. and drops. Yeah, and then that sh- she was probably my first um, like uh, experience of like oh seeing someone like really grow. It, again, it wasn't that I didn't get to see too much of it, but it was like awesome to see her like fan base grow. And then yeah. I, I totally like flipped out or excuse me, marked out when <laughs> she showed up on being the elite. Yeah. 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 Because I think when you saw her like from that beginning, like she had just come to the States. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was growing as a wrestler here in, a, in different styles and kind of just her being her and mm-hmm. not being constrained by. um Oh, Japanese. Like. Yeah. How would you explain her gimmick to someone who's never seen her before? That's funny. If you think you know Chris, it's just Chris turned up to 12. Yeah, <laughs> and pretty it, much. Like that 12, or her 10 is already pretty high. Because she says she's a wolf. Because she, that's her whole thing. She's Chris Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the easiest way to put it. She's a wolf. I'm like, because that's the that's easy, it. That's Yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's uh well she, in Japan she said she was a mischievous heel. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You definitely see the mischief. I can't see anyone booing her though. Yeah. That's the way it's hard for me to believe she was a heel. Yeah. Well, Maybe kinda, it's because I got to know her a little bit outside of the ring, but Yeah. But I kind of feel like that's how her cuz her faction there is called Oedo Tai and I kind of feel it was almost like, you know, Bullet Club or NWO, where they're supposed to be the bad guys, but you love them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, but they're not real. Yeah, they're like in between. Yeah. Or it's for like people who love a good bad guy, like an anti hero (laughs) type situation. Like the people who root for Darth Vader. (laughs) You know? Or people who love Kylo Ren. Yeah. Do you have like a. Do you remember like the first like female wrestler that like stuck out to you it might have been trish stratus i love that you say trish because i immediately thought lita uh, uh, yeah i'm on lita yeah, yeah. well too, I'll, I'll get to uh, i'll explain why Cause, yeah i remember seeing like wendy richter and leilani kai and like the jumping bomb angels who are definitely worth rewatching. but you know, i wouldn't say i was a fan of any of those uh but you know women's wrestling in the 80s was different you know there's been so many different stages of women's wrestling it feels like but for trish it was because i could not stand her when she first debuted <laughs> but she she came along in that time when you know it was she was eye candy mm-hmm. like she was part of a team that was literally called tna yeah she was yeah. hired as eye candy too. yeah she wasn't hired as a wrestler yeah so i remember hating her because i felt it was a waste of time as a fan yeah i didn't need to see it but by the end of her career like she had improved so much and just become like a great wrestler. Mm. She was one of my favorite wrestlers uh, of that time. Mm. I mean, she's not one of the best in the ring ever, but she was a great character, always told a good story, and I appreciated the work that she put in to get there. Kind of makes me feel bad how I feel about the Bellas. Maybe that's why you don't like them because that you already had to do that emotional investment into somebody else. <laughs> no, I think it's because with them, you know, they try to push that narrative of oh, we we're the start of the women's revolution, when the whole thing was you know a push against what they had been doing. Yeah, uh, yeah that's why I don't appreciate them as much. 
putting it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like I like Lita because she was like a part of like the Hardys, mm-hmm. and like her style uh, em- emulated the Hardys, you yeah. know, and so. I was just like, she's so cool. She's headbanging. <laughs> she's wearing cargo pants. And I'm like, yep, I'm in. I like her. She was the <laughs> antithesis to Trish, right? Yeah. Like, because Trish was like the eye candy. And she, like, Lita is beautiful. Like, not, you can't mm. deny that. But then she also looked like, she looked like the girl who, if you were to go out to a club, or to a bar with if someone were to like fuck with you or your friends she'd be the first one to be like who the fuck are you and then like take swings so i'd be like i want to hang out with her (laughs) yeah she had an edginess yeah yeah, to her (laughs) no pun intended (laughs) oh shoot that was totally not intended oh my god oh my god God. totally not intended (laughs) so was it leader for you yeah, totally Lita, um, even before the Hardys, when she was just with uh, S.A. Rios. Yeah. And I remember that clearly because, like, she overshadowed him, like, quick. Yeah. Because everyone, when they came to the room, you're like, no one cares who the guy is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it was, like, from what I remember, the first woman I've ever seen to do, like, moonsaults and ranas. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, wow, she's really, like, athletically on the same, can, can like, compete with these guys, you yeah. know. But yeah, that that immediately like stuck out to me. So I was like, I was a fan from that point yeah. on. Yeah. And like now the the WWE roster is just so large and so vast in mm-hmm. terms of like, in the past it always felt like there wasn't that many women, right? Yeah. So the matches were always going to be short. But now like, um, the matches are the main event. Like the last WrestleMania, the main event was Becky, yeah. Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey. And then given the fact that Ronda Rousey is now like a part of the the women's locker room, like it, you can tell like they're really building mm-hmm. the industry to to cater towards fans of women's wrestling. Yeah, yeah just make SmackDown the women's wrestling show already. Oh, they yeah. put everybody there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. The women's roster on SmackDown is stacked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there have been rumors of them. Or there being a women's only wrestling show on the network, I don't know if that'll happen. I wouldn't want it to just be on the network, though. Yeah, I'd want it to be on regular TV. They did kind of have that. Um, I don't know if you two saw it, the Worlds Collide. I I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was all. It was like women from all from NXT, NXT UK, and SmackDown oh, and Raw. I should see that. Yeah, that was actually fun to watch, and it, it, I finally I had never seen like. Tony Storm or Piper Niven before, so it was like, oh, this is cool to see. Yeah, they're just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Candice LeRae had a really good match yeah. on oh, there yeah. too. Like, so I'm fans of um, Piper and Can and Candice and Tony because I saw them at AWS at Rise. Yeah. Like when we went to that Rise show, Tony, I was actually holding two belts. She was holding two belts at the time. Tony, two belts. Tony, two belts. <laughs> like Becky, two belts. Tony had two belts, so she walked in with her backwards hat and the little like eye thing, and the belts. She wore them like a necklace. Like she put them together and she wore them not a necklace, like a graduation stole. Oh, you mean like um, how Big Show did it when he had the when I think him and Miz had the two tag team. I think title yeah. belts. Yeah, yeah, and I I loved it when Tony would walk in. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. And then to see her now on NXT UK yeah. holding the belt. Um, and the person she won it from, Rhea Ripley, 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch her. Yeah. She on like the main roster. She looks like she could beat the shit out of everybody. Not just women. Yeah. Like <laughs> she'll beat the shit out of everybody. Like I I I don't know if it will ever happen. Um because the com- WWE is very like sensitive domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But like I want a real intergender match. Yeah. And I would like like their your shirt of intergender <laughs> wrestling cuz I want I would love to watch Rhea Ripley yeah wrestle like Finn mm-hmm. or like Seth Rollins or something that's something I would never considered before until I went to bar wrestling yeah and I was like oh this can be entertaining as hell cuz yeah. pretty much Tyed does that all the time yep. yeah and the matches are always fun to watch yeah, yeah. uh Tess Blanchard does it yeah. All the time. I don't know if you ever were at a show where Tess is there. Tessa Blanchard. No. She's um, what's her? Tully uh, Blanchard. Tully Blanchard's daughter. I, I, I know who she oh, is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like um, but I've never seen her live. Oh, she's she's great. She's great. She's really good. And like, there's some matches I've seen online where she wrestles Brian Cage. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> she's and she wrestled, won. I think she's wrestled Cage at bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she like she deadlifts <sighs> that dude. Holy sh! Like if right? you've never seen Brian Cage, just imagine like the Hulk. Yeah, just <laughs> imagine the Hulk, and then like shrink him down a little bit. Yeah, a walking like, He-Man figure. Walking yeah, there you He-Man go. Figure. There you go. That's actually very accurate. <laughs> and then imagine like the Black Widow, like putting him on, like fireman carrying the Hulk, and then dropping him on the floor. Holy shit! Yeah, that's what she's done. Yeah, like essentially. <laughs> It's amazing to see. She's a crazy athletic person. She didn't. She just have a match with like Joey Ryan, or she's done matches with Joey Ryan a few she's times. Done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she's coming back to bar this month or next. Or she's been there like quite a few times. Yeah. I think she's in the one coming up. Yeah, yeah, with David Arquette. Yeah, yeah. Like bars a, a, a <laughs> David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> He's on that flyer. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see that. I'm actually bummed. I'm busy that day. Like, it's interesting. Well, you know, this is about women's wrestling, but just a quick thing on David Arquette. It's because, you know, he was the WCW world champion at one point, and I absolutely hated him for that. <laughs> but he realizes or he recognizes that he never should have had that belt. But you're not going to say no to it. Yeah. So he's trying to, like, uh, you know, really do it this time and do it right. Like, retroactively earn it. Yeah. You know, but, like, I can respect that. Almost. But, like, by almost getting murdered? Because <laughs> there's a show where, like... The Nick Cage thing, the... Yeah. Yeah, where it looks like he's about or to murder him. Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Because yeah. isn't it like he gets, like, a broken lighting fixture? Light tube. Light yeah. tube. And it looks like he's going to shred David Arquette's neck. Yeah. Yeah, our friend John was at that show. Yeah. I wish we could just get the footage of John's face <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> It would have been great. <laughs> All right, back to women's wrestling. Yeah. Women's wrestling. <laughs> uh, bar wrestling. It's a it's a great place for women's wrestling. Yeah, it's Joey Ryan's company mm-hmm. and a big part of. By the way, Joey, if you want to come on the show, you're yeah. welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah, and bring <laughs> with you. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Joey Ryan's really nice. He actually recorded a birthday message for Mike. Oh, I, rem- I think yeah. I was there for that. Yeah. He's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ty, Ty did one for uh, one for of friend? my friends. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I like that Joey is uh, bar wrestling is like very inclusive of women. Yeah. Um, and I will say I really miss the world's cutest tag team. Yeah. Um, which is Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae. They were really fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, you'll never see him in the WWE. No, so no. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, you you telling me they're not going to allow like inflatable dicks on USA Network <laughs> on Spectre? You mean they won't allow Joey Ryan to sell uh, the chance to touch his penis for $30 at uh, Access? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're never going to see the U-Porn Plex <laughs> on national television. Which is a damn shame. <laughs> Women's wrestling, guys. Yeah. Women's wrestling. <laughs> but Joey's always been an advocate of women's wrestling. Yeah. I would see that. I, I could say that. Like, And then having Candice not be a part of his, their tag team is such a bummer. And I do like how on uh, Being the Elite, they actually bring it up all the time yeah. with him. They said, where's the blonde girl? I'm like, yeah, where is the blonde girl? <laughs> yeah. I think recently they had... I don't know. Oh, was it Can- maybe it wasn't Candace. It might have been his wife. But they like have like a little like doll and they're like using her audio to like motivate him in training. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's like they can't have her on, so it's like okay, we have to get her on somehow. I mean, they could if they did it in a way where she didn't talk like they did once with Kevin Owens and AJ mm. Styles and Sami Zayn. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like they were just in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They could do that, but I doubt they would. If they, got, they should get Sasha on. Oh, <laughs> I know she would do it too. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of which, more women, women's <laughs> wrestling. SmackDown's roster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Sasha and Bailey just dropped the women's tag titles, which is a new. Are they okay? So was there a women's tag title before, and then they brought it back yeah. now? In the eighties, there was a. Uh, there was. Yeah. Oh. Um. I think I brought up the Jumping Bomb Angels before. I don't I can't remember if they won the titles, but they definitely wrestled for them. That's a badass name, by it the way. Is. Yeah. That's a good. Like seriously, like go look them up. They were like a fun team to watch. Okay. Uh, but. It, WWE has a tendency to do this, like with the cruiserweight championship. Like, oh, the first ever cruiserweight championship. Oh, you had one. (laughs) (laughs) It was the lightweight champion, yeah, light light heavyweight championship. Then, uh, Uh, yeah, Takamichinoku. Yeah, and then that one ended up merging with the WCW cruiserweight championship, and it went by the cruiserweight championship back then. Mm -hmm. So they just like to retcon everything. Yeah, they like to. They like to to uh, pretend like they're making history again. Yeah. Mm Yeah. But with this tag um with the tag belts, like they were Bailey and Sasha were really pushing for them and they yeah. were training for them. Um and then at WrestleMania it felt it felt like a v- it was a big time match. Like they built it to it because yeah. like the story was the f- it was a four-way match. It was Sasha and Bailey, the champs defending against the Iconics. Um Nia Jax and Tamina. Tamina, Tamina. <laughs> Um, and John's favorite tag team, <laughs> John Pingle, our friend, <laughs> and um, the Glamazon returned out of retirement with Natty. With Natty, so they were like, "What is their thing?" The something of doom. So they're no, they have a name. They because when they were a, a pair together back in the day, yeah. right. Ah, we're parable. Someone's going to yell as we're <laughs> talking. It's going to happen all the time. I don't have my laptop in front of me. So yeah. I can't but, um, and w- 
Oh yeah, the four of them, those four mm-hmm. teams, right? They um they wrestled and the Iconics won. Yep. Um, what did you think about them winning? I didn't mind them winning. I like the Iconics. I just would rather uh, Bailey and Sasha had a longer run with those belts to really establish them because they had it for like a month or two. Yeah, they won them at uh, the Evolution thing. No? No. No. It was more recent than that. Uh, Hell in a Cell? Fastlane. (laughs) We're so terrible. They won them at some previous (laughs) pay-per-view. There's so much wrestling in my brain, it's hard to like keep track of all of it. But yeah, like I said, I just wish that uh, Sasha and Bailey had a longer chance to, uh, you know, run with those belts, and then, you know, even losing them to the Iconics, they did away with the rematch clause, so they can't get them back. And then Bailey got sent to SmackDown, so there's no chance for uh, Sasha and Bailey to, you know. Well, they should be pushed as singles stars, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do believe that, but. The fans have been wanting that uh, heel run from Sasha for a long time. It would I felt like you know, now we're fantasy booking. Well, it it just feels like that's kind of what they're doing now. They're making this all this noise about like, oh, Sasha wants out. Sasha yeah. wants out of her contract, and I'm like, it's getting to the point where like I think like only like said like it's starting to feel like a work. Like I don't yeah. think this is like gossip anymore. Yeah, I, just, I felt like the uh, if they had kept them together as a, a tag team. There, you know, you can easily go into the Sasha heel turn. Yeah, and it felt like they were about to do that, but um, like they, they did such a terrible job of the Sasha Bailey, like best friends yeah. breaking up, um, storyline that I was like, oh, they, they just fucked up this tag team thing, yeah. <laughs> and and I they dropped them to the Iconics, and it was just like. I do like the Iconics. Mm-hmm. I, I like them as heels, and I like them as a heel team, but they didn't get to... Bailey and Sasha didn't get to, like, do what they said they wanted yeah. to do the belt, which was to, like, defend them throughout all three shows, yeah. like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, like, defend them, and, like, um, have, like, a really long run. Uh, so it's just really unfortunate. I don't know. It, I think... Sasha and Bailey suffer from like really shitty booking. Yeah, like, uh, can you imagine Sasha and Bailey for the title or with the titles against the Sky Pirates at a takeover? That'd be really fun. Good Lord. It oh, would be, be like fantastic. elbow versus elbow. <laughs> <laughs> if two people do the elbow to each other, does it make a sound? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy though it was with the WWE, especially like the biggest news is like them and Becky and Charlotte and it, it's just crazy that how like like a woman I don't know enough called the man <laughs> is like the biggest star now yeah yeah and it 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 feels like that came f- that, that was like a quick turnaround from like a few years ago like a few years ago it was still Cena or what's that guy's name Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Cena? Brown Cena? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brown Cena. Brown Cena. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, Darren. What's his face? <laughs> yeah, but Darren that's just Young. Darren Young. That but that's just Cena. so crazy to me that, like, oh wow, it really is like the biggest star and the the one that's most embraced by the crowd is Becky. I think that was like a lot of her own social media work. Like she built the crowd to like the, 
the crowd loves her. She's so over. And I think it's like everyone has said that like she's like the new second. She's the second coming of like Stone Cold, like the whole gimmick and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like I don't mind it. Like I don't mind that we're getting this story again because like the Rock Stone Cold um, storyline. I'm like I, I I get where this is going. Like Becky is stone cold and charlotte is the rock and like yeah they're gonna oversell each other and then ronda's just like thrown in there for like whatever whatever i don't really care about her (laughs) um i don't ever i don't think i really ever did um but yeah i'm all i'm here for it yeah i think it was just it happens to be a really good time for it um i was at three twin battle in seattle last weekend it's an indie company there and their GM came out, their GM character, and you know, cut this like 10, 15 minute, just very passionate promo about, I think that night their card had the most women that ever been on a single card for them. And, you know, they had more, you know, female fans in the audience than before. And then she talked about how, you know, they want more women and more transgender wrestlers and more gay wrestlers and more like people of color both in the ring and in the audience. And I turned to my friend and I said, we wouldn't have gotten this promo five years ago. Oh, no, totally. So uh, I feel like, you know, in terms of women's wrestling and Becky, like this is the right time. Totally. Like it's finally happening, but it's finally happening. It's taken a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Divas of Doom. I looked it up. Okay. That's what <laughs> the glam is on and what Natty, the team was before. Divas of Doom. Um, <laughs> no, um, I fully agree. And, like, I'm very happy it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like Pandora's box, box is open, right? Yeah. Like, you you can't shove it back down. Yeah. Um, the momentum behind Becky is there. Um, Becky Two Belts is I want that shirt with her holding her two belts. Like, that's awesome. Um, and to be real, like, at the end of the day, the WWE is a giant company who wants to make a shit ton of money. The women that they have, they are just merch machines. Like, Becky Two Belts, those shirts will fly off the shelf. Uh, Bailey and her hugging t-shirts and whatever, that's going to fly off. Mm-hmm. All the little kids love it. Um, Naomi Trinity with her glow gimmick. Kids love her. They'll buy mm-hmm. all the sunglasses. I see a lot of those Iconics t-shirts. Iconics. Too. Everyone loves that. They'll buy that. Sasha uh, Banks. I bought those legit boss rings. I need to buy another pair because they broke because Kirby <laughs> broke them. I I've mean, seen cosplayers do her too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's merch machines. Like Char- even Charlotte Flair who originally like charlotte fair i like when she first came out i was like she is my ideal wrestler dream mm-hmm. but then i got really tired of her because it got like roman reignsy where like the company oh, yeah, was shoving yeah. me shoving her down my throat and i was getting so annoyed um but i love her like i love her look i love her i love everything she does she does a cartwheel into a split is her intro like that's mm-hmm. freaking phenomenal um and i'm happy she's a heel again yeah because when she was a face she was just boring mm-hmm. and now that she's a heel i'm like yeah do it be like your dad do it <laughs> you know what she's kind of the opposite of her dad in some ways because like yeah she's a heel but it's like rick flair always kind of like just got by he was never like dominant whereas charlotte 
very much is because she's like she's like big yeah. for that division. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. I never thought about that before. Oh. Yeah. Oh, because he was like a heel wrestler. Yeah, but yeah, like Charlotte's like athletic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and her new boobs look great. I mean, <laughs> and this is, and I can say this because I'm a woman, but like that's also a, a reality in the women's division, right? Like, most of those women have all gotten new boobs. Yeah, and like, I always am scared for them when they get implants because of the risk of them popping. It happened to Charlotte, which already. is what happened to Charlotte. So I'm and to China too. It's China, yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like. How do you, I feel like people are figuring it out, but like, you know, you're not going to know how breast implants actually work towards in a wrestling ring until you're, you've done it enough times, right? So like, that's interesting. And then speaking of China, like China got inducted into the Hall of Fame with um, DX. DX. Should have been by herself, but I guess I'll take it. I think, I feel like they're kind of dipping their toe in the water. Yeah. Yeah. But she should get it on her yeah, own. Totally. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like when I was a kid, I used to think China was like insanely um I thought she was huge. Mm-hmm. Right? Like physically big. I thought she was like a giant woman. Oh, I right? I like mean, like yeah, in yeah. comparison to like other women. And I look at her now in comparison to what women who like who are doing CrossFit and bodybuilding now, she's like, the same size. She, yeah. She like she's a regular sized woman um in comparison and I'm like wow the things that like society taught me what a woman should look like mm-hmm. and even a woman's wrestler because if China was wrestling now yeah her body type is the same yeah as the wrestlers Yeah, she wouldn't now. stand out as much. She wouldn't stand out at all. Yeah. And like like China's body type right now is like what Beth Phoenix looks like now. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And Beth Phoenix is just like, I want to be able to lift 50 pound dumbbells <laughs> yeah. like, and be a mom of two. Like, she's insane. Like, yeah. like I, I won't. That's amazing to me. Yeah. But OK, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's women's <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Like I was saying, there's a good time. It's a good time for women's wrestling. I don't mean it's a good time that's happening now. But if you're a fan of women's wrestling, there's so much of it to consume. Totally. Um. I feel like we barely scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah, there's so I got so many names like introduced to me within the last like year or two, yeah. mm-hmm. just because I'm like, oh, you need to follow this one because they put on great matches. Yeah, yeah, like we haven't mentioned Mercedes Martinez, who is so badass. Oh, she's so good. Um, Mia Yim, I always loved watching. Kind of, I was happy that she uh, got to NXT. Yeah, but also kind of bummed because that means I can't watch her like locally anymore. Yeah, true. true. She uh, she did the commentary for uh, Worlds Collide. Mm, she did. Oh. Yeah. Like, just when she came to the ring, I felt like I truly believed someone was about to get their, like, face kicked in. Mm. She was so good. Well, she is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Baker. she was. What yeah. was Baker's great about her, with, about back to Mia, like, what was great about her on that commentary, like, they let her talk like, like you'd hear an athlete would talk in like an mm. MMA fight or mm. a football game or something, just because it's like, oh, I competed against her, and like this is who I would pick to win, and like mm. it was actually like fun mm. to hear that again instead of the really vague and yeah, like just very unmemorable commentary yeah. of like what you hear on SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, because she's talking probably from like from the dome as opposed to a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we said Britt Baker, mm-hmm. the dentist. 
Grandy, Grandy Rhodes. She's CFO. She's yeah. She's like she's starting her journey, or she has started, and then she got uh, injured. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think I'm not saying she's like the greatest wrestler, Mm -hmm. but like I appreciate her ring work, which is odd to say. (laughs) Like I'm like she could do a real good spear. (laughs) Like like, I'm like I I like this. Oh, you know what? Uh, I was in Austin last month. Uh, I got to watch Sabotage Wrestling. Um, Thunder Rosa, oh, there's another one who came or worked in stardom. Like, she, I love the name. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's wrestled here locally, but I think she wrestles in Texas more. I wish she'd come out here more because she's fantastic to watch. But there were a lot of like people I've only ever seen on social media mm-hmm. uh, and getting to watch them live. I'm like, oh, I I need Joey to bring them to California so I can watch them again. Mm, so Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa was one of them. There was this girl Kiki Vibes, who's Rachel Rose. They're young. Mm. Um, you can s- see that they're, uh, you know, still getting their feet under them. Yeah. But it's still fun to watch. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. So sabotage wrestling. <laughs> like if you're in Austin, Texas, or in that area, like definitely check them out. Are they a women's only promotion or um, th- no? I want to say no. Okay, because the only one I know of is Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. have the Access TV deal. I think Tessa's part of that. Yeah, too, she right? is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't, got, haven't seen that show because I don't have access. Have you? No, uh, I've missed it. I'm really behind on my Access TV. I barely watched like Caught Up with New Japan. Yeah, I'm curious about Wow because I had seen them. Uh, they used to run in Long Beach. Oh. <laughs> it's like like hotel like they demolished the hotel so like wow's not there anymore but it was before the tv deal so it was kind of like watching it was a throwback to glow yeah the 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 commercials i've seen it looks like it so i feel like i would enjoy that show yeah yeah oh we didn't even talk about glow like glow on netflix yeah. <laughs> and how like that's really brought like a resurgence to women's wrestling yeah. and how like the actors in that show all talk about how like they're all wrestling fans now mm-hmm. and i feel like they some of them go to bar because yeah. like it's yeah. shot out here there's a really good documentary on the actual promotion oh, too yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, uh, if you watch it, I think it's on Netflix. I watched that and cried my eyes out. You'll watch. You yeah. know, if you enjoy crying, watch that. Yeah, I believe like it was the, the success of that documentary that kind of led to the, the show being made. Mm. Ivory came out of that promotion, right? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like there are a lot of like casual fans who are fans of the Netflix show, and it kind of opened them up to actually wanting to see wrestling. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah, and I feel like, that's there's a lot of like superfluous things like we were saying how casual fans are being bought brought in like total divas mm-hmm. total bellas glow um the glow documentary like a lot of those avenues are ways of getting people into wrestling mm-hmm. um and that's really like that's kind of awesome because then it means like the f- people who go to those shows aren't going to be a bunch of neckbeards <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> like they'll be like regular joe schmoes and or Joanna Schmoes, like you and me, Birdo. So <laughs> we can have more fun and like regular ass conversations and not feel like awkward. Because <laughs> there have been times where I know I've looked at Birdo and like we we'll just overhear the conversations around us, and we just both look give us the uh, like the look of hmm. 
this is men don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I think's happened. Is that's what's happening? <laughs> well, you asked me like, this is a while ago, like women's wrestlers or who caught my eye. You said Lita. Is there anyone like currently? Uh, I mean, not named Chris Wolf. <laughs> yeah, obvi- well, obviously Becky and the SmackDown roster. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, um, I've I've been starting to watch Tessa's stuff. She's fantastic. Um, and then I think pretty much the people I saw on Worlds Collide, so mm. like Tony Stone, Piper Niven, Candice LeRae. I'm trying to remember who she had the match with because it's really good. It's Candice LeRae and not Kylie Ray, but some it's a name like that. <laughs> yeah, but Candice LeRae had a really awesome match. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Still What's that American it. Ninja Warrior girl? Oh, there's Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. She's good too. She's yeah. um but oh that uh, that takeover match with the four way. Shayna Baszler, EO, Bianca Belair and Kyrie. Yeah. That was match. fantastic. Uh, yeah. Bianca Blair, she's I I I look forward to seeing more from her. Yeah. I'm like oh. don't push her to the main roster so quickly. Yeah. Like yeah. Y- let her develop first cuz yeah. she's like athletic, she's strong. She can be she's a good worker. So Yeah. 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 I mean, um we talk about investment and like I think with a lot of the women's wrestlers, we're personally invested cuz we've seen them grow from mm-hmm. like the indie scene to um to like TV cuz with with Candice, like, I'm always going to talk about Candice. I have her shirt. I bought it <laughs> um, when it was a hot topic. And I remember being at a bar show, and this was before she left. And at the bar show, she was wrestling Tessa. And this was after the first May Young Classic. Yeah. And um, she was wrestling Tessa, and Shayna Baszler was in the audience with Jessamyn Duke. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. Um, I remember I freaked out. I looked at Bert. I was like, that's Shayna Baszler. <laughs> What's she doing here? And then I'm like, I think that's also someone else. And it was Justin Duke. And so as Tessa and Candice LeRae are wrestling, Candice has Tessa in a hold and she gives Shayna the finger. Wow. And, it, and I know it was a callback to the Mae Young Classic, yeah. right? Because Shayna won the Mae Young. Or did she win the Kyrie. Mae Young? Kyrie run. But Shayna eliminated she something happened where like Tessa and Candace obviously didn't make it all the way. And um for that for Candace to do that to Shayna, it was just like, Oh, I get it, because this is like outside story, like, oh, because of the WWE. And it was just it was fun. It was fun to see that play out. Yeah. And to see the potential of what can play out um for them all in NXT is going to be really cool. Yeah. And to know that like um the women's wrestlers all seem to like, I mean, not all, it's generalizing, but they seem to have each other's back, even like cross-promotional-wise, because when Ronda was like talking shit to Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. about like how like, you know, she only, she like, Ronda didn't have to like write on her father's name and blah, blah, blah. And Charlotte was just like, you don't know anything about the four horsewomen and stuff. And, sh- and um, Tessa like ta- like tweeted in like tagged it like had her back had Charlotte's back. Yeah. I was like, good God! If Tessa and Charlotte Flair come together for something, and then if Art Anderson has a daughter, <laughs> and if somebody else like if the Four Horsemen all have daughters in wrestling, I'm gonna cry because <laughs> that story writes itself. Yeah, we'd have. To, I gotta look that up now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I mean, 
we only scratched the surface in terms of women's wrestling. There's yeah. so much more. I'm sure we'll talk about it yeah. more in the future. Women's yeah. wrestling. <laughs> Can we just call it wrestling now? Are we at that point? Wrestling. <laughs> two dudes, two <laughs> two peoples. Two Women's, peoples wrestling. Two peoples. <laughs> wrestling. Just say wrestling. Yeah, you're right, Berto. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does that bring us to the end of this episode? I yeah, think so. I think we've I think we've covered everything on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we can in this hour. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get I'm pretty sure we'll get back to it. Where can people find you, Justin? You can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And I also host another show for the Geek Say What Network called Geek Offensive. I can be found at Oblivious Nerd Girl, but no I and girl on Instagram, Oblivious N E R D G R L. And then I also run the Instagram for another show called This Filipino American Life. Um, it is not on the Geek Say What Network, but you can find us at, at TFL Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Brainiac the MC. That's Brainiac with a K. And between the months of September and June, first Fridays, I work the door for Room 2 Improv. Uh, at the Secret Rose Theater in North Hollywood. I keep thinking you're going to say, from those months, I hibernate, and you won't be able to find <laughs> me. <laughs> in July and August, uh, I try to lay low. I stand at the door and wait for someone to give me money. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, I'd like to uh, give a special thanks to our executive producer, JPG, owner of the Geek Say What Network. Uh, another special thanks to Jordan Dene, the eco-friendly geek apparel and lifestyle company. Visit jordandene.com, that's J-O-R-D-A-N-D-E-N-E, and use the code GeekSayWhat, all one word, for 20% off your next purchase, and listen to Jordan and Liz on the Sartorial Geek Podcast. We're recording in what we uh, refer to as Echo Base. Its shoot name is Wayland Productions, an award-winning production company for short films, documentaries, and audio dramas. Please check out our associate producer at wayland.ws and support the audio and visual arts. This is the Pencil Neck Geek Podcast, tagging in your inner wrestling geek. Listen to other episodes of PNG on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. This is one part of the Geek Say What Network, so please make sure to check out our other shows. Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture. Geek Offensive, bridging the gap between bro and geek. Geek KO, our geek trivia podcast. Diverse Geeks in Focus, focusing on marginalized issues in geek culture, and Nerds on a Roll, an actual play podcast exploring Dungeon World this season. These are all on their own RSS feeds, so make sure to subscribe to each one. And don't forget to visit the website, geeksaywhat.com, and you can find us at uh, on Facebook and Instagram at PNG Podcast. That's it for today. Hope you had fun listening to us talk about women's wrestling. 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 Peace. Two in the box, ready to go. Oh. <laughs> we be fast and, and they, they be, be slow. slow. Yeah. <laughs>